Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Will we be talking about Daredevil, the poster and the teaser trailer? And also, will we be discussing Disney Play and all the shows that we will possibly be getting in the near future? This is Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior <laughs> to you, our Merry Marvelites. This is episode 197. That feels really weird to say. First of all, because it's 197, and also because I'm saying it. Yes, Koi is not here today, but he will be back next week. But I'm joined by the fantastic Christian Blatt. Hi. Ah, uh, yes, the fantastic four. Myself, Christian Blatt. How oh. are you? Thank you. I knew you would like that. Oh, uh, wow. That very excited to be sitting in on the show for the first time. With you, Amy. So it's uh, very exciting to be here. Yeah, first time. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, but yes, first we're going to talk about where you guys can find us. So this is episode 197. You can find us, uh, well, no, before that, subscribe to our iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us through Popcorn Talk's website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or the Popcorn Talk Facebook as well, Facebook slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, do all that jazz. And if you tweet out the link during our show, Aunt Anthony will give you a shout out. Hello. Hey there. Wow. Yes. Give it up for Amy. Thank you. You, you know, got through it all. I did. Congrats. There's a lot to say at the beginning, and then once we get through that, then it's like, okay, it's all right, I'm riding a bike. I, I don't want to make you nervous, but you know, there's still a whole show to go. It's not oh, like what, you know, what was with the congratulations. There's there's still a lot I'll more take to go. The congratulations. Right. Amy, that, that was just the cup at the beginning of the marathon. Have a little sip, and we still got a lot of running to do. She's I got actually, it. She's got I actually, it. I don't know why I pretended <laughs> I have a mug right here. You have here. an actual mug. I have an actual mug. But yeah, so. I am Amy. Hi. You guys remember me. I've been here before, but you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra, MTZ. And like I said, we are joined by the fantastic Christian Black. And you can find me on social media. That's Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. <laughs> okay. So we are also in the chat. Um, so feel free to join us there. We have a lot of news, but before we get to that, happy National Comic Book Day. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> and the yeah. crowd goes wild. Everyone, calm down. Everyone. Calm down. Yeah, so happy National Com- Comic Book Day. I knew this day was coming, but it kind of just like snuck up on me. Not to be confused with not free. What is it? Free Comic Book Day is always in May. So, uh, uh, you know, it is, a, it is a great day to celebrate comic books, but don't show up looking for the freebies because that's in May. I'm sorry. But yes, uh, so before we fully get into the news, let's talk a little bit about how you first got started in comics. Me I love this story, yes. Uh, so for me, I watched, a, like a lot of people, I'm a little bit older, I'm 42, so I watched a lot of Saturday morning cartoons, which you know happened when you were younger than myself as well. <laughs> but uh, two of my favorite shows were the Super Friends, Boo, that's another universe. But what I really <laughs> loved was Spider-Man and his amazing friends, which uh, is, you know, it's got, it had Iceman and they created this character named Firestar, but I always loved Spider-Man. And I liked him so much, I was just like, oh, look at, there are 
all these comic books with Spider-Man, you know, at the grocery store because comic books used to be everywhere. You know, they'd be at the grocery store at 7-Eleven used to sell comic books, believe it or not. And everywhere you go, and I'm like, kind of kind of want to read more of these Spider-Man stories. So uh, it was through my love of that and Spider-Man, the, you know, at that time, I think there were three Spider-Man titles and uh, I started reading all of them right at this time. It was right at the point when he introduced the black costume, which was right around the point of, if you're looking on YouTube, <gasps> okay. Marvel's, Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars was right when I started, which is uh, an amazing all, every, all character crossover. But that's me. That's my story. And uh, I uh, ended up with about 3,000 comics through the time I was in college and then started accumulating them in much smaller increments because, yeah, there's only so much room in, in, in someone's apartment. 3,000. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I want to know from you guys as well. If you're watching this after, you know, we've gone off air, uh, please, you know, leave a comment down below letting us know your first memories, buying a comic, seeing a comic, experiencing comics. Um, Aunt Manthony, too, if you have a story that you would like to chime in with, you're welcome to do so. Uh, nope. Okay. Thanks for your contribution. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I I mean, I'll jump in with my little sweet short story uh, because I, you guys know this, I didn't grow up reading comics. For me, I first joined the whole Marvel universe, like, what, 2008 or so? Um, Actually, no, a little bit sooner than that, but it was all through movies. So really, it's been through Marvel Movie News and Marvel TV Weekly that we do together on AfterBuzz. That's right. Sundays at 10 Pacific on AfterBuzz. Thank you for that. No problem. Um, You know that I really opened my eyes to comics and especially preparing for Infinity War. I read Thanos Quest and Infinity Gauntlet to prepare and whoa, I mean, that was insane. But it was really nice to be able to experience comics that way and then see it on the big screen. And uh, for your birthday, I gave you a trade paperback of what I think is the best comic book story in the history of comic books, The Dark Phoenix Saga, Uncanny X-Men 129 through 137. Uh So uh, that's all before my time. Oh, wait. uh, I read that. You've read that? That's right. You have read that. See? See? There you go. Everybody's read it. (laughs) Now, Amy has it, but you haven't Uh, had a chance to read it yet. I haven't. But it's also, I want to say this, it's kind of like this this lovely Marvel encyclopedia that we have in the middle of our table that it's just, it's gorgeous to look at. So even if you're not reading it, I feel like you're experiencing it in some way. Kind of. Uh, in the chat, yes. uh, Beeping Goat 22 said <laughs> that uh, he or she got their first comic a few months after seeing the Avengers in theaters. Oh. So the Avengers movie sparked their Marvel obsession, which I think is exactly what the people who run the comic book division want to hear. You see the movies and you buy the comics. And uh, there's some great comics out there now. There's a, a new run of Spider-Man that's out there. They sort of restarted with number one. Some interesting things happening over there. That's a little personal recommendation. Yeah, I, I love that, you know... I was, okay, side little tangent for like five seconds. I was watching the OC and... <laughs> little tangent? Slight little tangent. I was watching the OC and Seth, who's played by Adam Brody, was talking about reading comics. And heck, even six months ago, him talking about comics and really going into... I mean, he was talking about Marvel and DC, but going into that, I would have been super lost. And back then, reading comics and you know being a full-on nerd wasn't something so normal, quotation marks. And now it's like, yeah, like embrace your nerd. And it's so fantastic. And I love that we get to do that through comics, through movies, through television. And of course... Um, you know, everything that we have coming out that we're going to get to because there's a lot of news and I'm very excited. Most of it is Marvel TV related. So it's going to be nice because we're both here. 
Uh, Carlito Lee in the chat says, I believe my first comic was a Gummy Bears comic I got from a hospital gift store. What? And uh, I did love me that Gummy Bears animated series. So uh, I hope that that was a, it was a memorable issue. I didn't even realize there was a series, actually. There was a series. I just yeah. eat the Gummy Bears. Okay, so <laughs> now we're going to get into the news. Please continue to join us in the chat. Okay, so <laughs> Avengers 4, we are all super pumped for it. But one of the biggest things we don't know is the title. So... There, this is kind of like a little bit of a scavenger hunt, I would say, but not really. Just with your eyes from your seat, if that makes sense. So, uh, the Russo brothers tweeted out this picture, and then they captioned it, look hard. So, if you're looking at this picture on our, um, well, on YouTube right now, you can see that there's some A's. Well, some people were trying to figure out, like, what is the title? So, uh, they had previously said that they would release the, the title After the Captain Marvel trailer. Right. So they tweeted this out right after. This was on the 19th. Um, So this is the first picture. And so people were trying to figure out exactly what it meant. So in this next picture that we see, someone was like, well, it looks like it says Endgame. And now the E, if you can see it, it's all the way to the left. I think those are, it's a ladder. Yeah. I think the end, okay, the G is where they kind of lost me. Nope. I don't know how to spell endgame. Honestly, a D. The, the D is really the D is what I meant. The D, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the D and the G are both Where like a little iffy. The, but the G, you can kind of see it weird. right there before I'll, I'll the zoom it in, really. Yeah. I mean, that's a stretch. It goes from the like it goes from like the top of like the, the the marker on the wall to like where he's sitting to his laptop, and it goes back down to the chair leg. And then this D honestly just looks like a triangle. I yeah. don't know about the, you guys, the but this D, is a triangle. That's not. <laughs> I'm not that's buying not that a D. D. Uh, so yes, and then some people were also saying, well, the Russo brothers said that, that they weren't going to be saying the word of, that's in, follow me, the, that's in the title of Avengers 4 in this, in Infinity War. Does that make sense? That they weren't going to say it, and they did say Endgame in the movie. So then they were like, no. So then someone else was like, I got you. Look, this is the last picture. Yeah. So then this was actually in the movie, and it's also in the picture. So then they were thinking, okay, well, I they went to the credit scene or the scene called Avengers Assemble. So then people are thinking that it's Assemble. But that would just be really confusing. So now we have all these theories and we just don't know which one's right. So what do you guys think? I mean, I, I think that uh, it's always fun to speculate these kind of things. I love the fact that somebody took that time <laughs> to write out Endgame. Um, but I don't think that I don't think we have the title yet. I think it's a very carefully worded title, and the Brewster brothers did a great job having us guessing and trying to figure it all out. But what do you think, Amy? Well, I see, I'm wondering if it is... I mean, okay, so we had Endgame, and then we have Assemble. Like, yeah. what if it's something longer? You know? Not something like, and the blah, 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 or like... I don't know. I just think it's a little bit more complicated than we're thinking. Right. And just sort of an interesting little footnote is when the original Avengers movie came out in 2011, in the UK, it was released as Avengers Assemble because there's a property there, the TV series that also was made into a movie called The Avengers. So Mm -hmm. they're trying to not get people confused. So in a way, that's kind of already been a title, but who Mm -hmm. knows? I don't know that 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 works, you know? I, I read a quote somewhere that didn't they say that the title of the movie should scare us when we have yes. it. Yes. So Endgame sounds a little scary. I but mean, Assemble, well, that's very hopeful. Look, they're Assemble. Yeah. They're going to save us all. It's going to be fine, guys. Yeah. 
Uh, Peter well, Parker's going to come back. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Zeno. Uh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Well, Zeno Hour said Avengers Empty Studio. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is both terrifying and kind of true. But yes. Uh, just personally, I think Avengers Assemble makes a lot more sense, mainly because right now where the, 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 the state of the Avengers is they're practically broken right now. Yeah. Like, they, they're destroyed. Like, they got wrecked by... They got wrecked by Thanos. They they ran. They like they're they're licking their wounds at this point in time. You know they're not really sure where they're at men- mentally wise. But I'm guessing once you know the 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 eve of everyone's dead or half the planet or universe is dead uh, comes on them, they're gonna be mentally broken. So I think Avengers Assemble makes sense because it's them picking themselves up again to really go up against Thanos. And it's also it's the OG Avengers from the fir- very first Avengers film, which would make sense in how they had to assemble. Um, to, in order to come together to fight the, what was it, the Kree, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just, it, it, in a sense, it kind of bookends it. it. It comes full circle with the first Avengers and Avengers Assemble. That's my opinion. On we that. have some thoughts from the chat, some mm-hmm. of them funny. Uh, Entre Humane says, Avengers and the Return of the King, because that was the third of the Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> uh, and book, I'm not an idiot. And the uh, Sorcerer's Stone. CGM Show says, uh, I think it's Avengers Crusades. Uh, Westy Kid likes Avengers Assemble. Xeno Hour says Avengers Assemble again. LOL. Uh, and then uh, also, uh, yeah, Avengers Reassemble is in there. And Avengers Epilogue. <gasps> Avengers Clean Slate. Avengers Disassembled. So there's a, a lot of theories out there. Keep giving us your <laughs> Avengers <thoughts>. Walk It Off. <laughs> Did somebody say that? Yeah, on oh, the humane. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. And we got Avengers at this point is some assembly required. Oh, there's, that's there's a painful. Lot of assembly that is really that's painful. But you know what's not uh, that doesn't need no no I can't. Um, okay, next news. I, there's no way to transition from this to that. Well, there is actually. But we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Now, this news just broke two hours ago. So we were told. We were told. We found out on Slash Film that Sean Gunn has reportedly said that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be using James Gunn's script, despite any rumors. So how does that make you feel, Christian? Well, it doesn't surprise me because, one, they spent a lot of money for it. Two, it was done. And now if you have somebody come in and start from scrap start from scratch, you're basically, you know, you're getting set way back in the process. And then there are plenty of people at Marvel and Disney who have read James Gunn's script. Mm -hmm. So you're going to constantly be thinking like, well, this is okay, but his script was better. So uh, it doesn't surprise me. I just wonder if there will be, you know, some kind of a rewrite to it. So his name will not be the sole screenwriter, which is the WGA rules. It would be James Gunn and whoever does the rewrite. So, you know, it'll, it might soften it a little bit. Also, I think that they feel like m- maybe the, you know, the fuss over James Gunn might have blown over a little bit by the time the movie comes out. Well, the thing to think about is also, depending on who they get as a director, they're going to have a different vision than James Gunn has or had uh, because of the script. I mean... People can read a script differently and think about it. I don't know. So I think that's going to definitely have some some interesting results. I mean, I don't know exactly how that's going to change for the person coming in to be a director, you know? And in all honesty, if you use the, the same script, it's not going to feel that different. If you use yeah. a new script, it'll feel like a very different movie, you know? And uh, I think 
a different director. Look, director is very important, but that doesn't mean that the movie's going to feel like a you know it's not a continuation of the same story. Mm-hmm. Having the same screenwriter, I think, will go a long way to uh, that end. Yeah, Anthony, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, rightly so. I mean, I'm glad that they're using his script. Um, it's a shame what happened, but yeah, at least he's he's some some remnants of Gun is in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJM show says, "Yay, they're going to use his script now. Bautista can stop crying." Uh, Andre Humane says they're not going to throw away money, and the Marvel side of this didn't want him gone anyway. Yeah, I mean, they would have spent a lot of money on that script. And it's probably good. It's probably exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. So they it, it probably took all this time of deliberating, but it's like, yeah, we're going to use it. But they still haven't announced it. So yeah. it's just a rumor. Yeah, through Sean. Um, but also I would think that maybe in Disney's mind or um, you know Marvel's mind, they think like, okay, well, we can kind of, kind of help both sides in a way. You know, if you're upset that uh James Gunn isn't coming back then it's like look well we're using his script and if you just want him to not come back then it's like well look we're not having him back you know it's i think they're trying their best uh Zeno Hour in the chat says i still don't know who would want to direct volume 3 right now uh me i'll do it i have oh, no okay. problem yeah absolutely you, just, we have a volunteer. i've never directed uh, really anything but uh i'm happy to <laughs> take it over i will take the script and just be like oh so read that yeah what it says there go ahead and do that uh, can you do it again? One more time. All right, let's move on. <laughs> that looks good that's to how, me. That's how I'm going to direct. <laughs> yeah, well, and we're going we're gonna to move on over to talk about another director that's pretty fantastic, and I'm really happy for her. So this is Chloe Zhao. She is going to be directing The Eternals. So she previously directed The Writer, and um, also, I mean... And that's R I D E R, not W R I T E R. Yes, the writer, like Ghost Rider. Like Ghost Rider. I like that. That was great. So she was going to, um, yeah, she was going to direct Black Widow, but then that ultimately went to Kate Shortland. So I am not too familiar with the Eternals, but Christian, you are slightly. I'm somewhat familiar with them. They had a limited series in the 80s, and uh, they are uh, characters created by Jack Kirby in the 70s, specifically 1976. Well, the year I was born. What do you know? Maybe I'm an eternal. Uh, but uh, here's and and I'm not going to pretend I'm this smart. Here is the the very quick uh, explanation of them. They're a fictional race of humanity uh, described as an offshoot of the evolutionary process that created sentient life on Earth. The original instigators of this process, the alien Celestials, intended the Eternals to be the defenders of Earth, which leads to the inevitability of war against the destructive counterparts, the Deviants. So that'll tell you a little bit, very little, but a little bit about the Eternals. But some great artwork from Jack Kirby. Just go ahead and do a Google image search and uh, you'll see some uh, some cool images and uh, get a sense for for what we might find in the movie. Mm -hmm. And as far as Chloe Zhao goes, this is a trailer to the writer, if you guys are watching us on YouTube. So you can kind of get a feel for how she directs and, like, the quality of it. Um, And a lot of directors that we've had in Marvel come from, you know, indie films and really get to flourish in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we can go ahead and play the trailer. Ant-Man, Anthony, and this is rated R. 
just so you guys know. So, so keep the kids out of the room. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm excited for her because for her to be able to really delve into this world and just kind of, you know, have full reign on it. Like, yeah, let's bring in more directors. Let's, you know, especially different points of view. Um, and yeah, she won a lot of awards for this film. So yeah, I'm excited for her. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a great opportunity oh, whenever... Hi, Encyclopedia. <laughs> Encyclopedia. Ooh, so much Marvel knowledge. Uh, uh, yeah, no, look at, the, look at that. Everything in Marvel history just fell over. I feel it's okay, so, guys. I feel so bad for the constrictor. <laughs> well, that's the page that it's open to. In any case, wow. uh, it's great when somebody gets an opportunity to, you know, give their imprint on mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe or the, you know, the extended universes that also include the uh, Fox films and whatnot. But uh, I think it's a unique group of characters so uh i think that she'll really get a great opportunity and good for them look these last two uh, uh director hiring announcements are both female so uh and we're getting captain marvel so you know yeah. they're, they're starting to realize oh hey maybe maybe we can have have some ladies on board yeah maybe 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 let's do it and I a black th- widow movie coming you know one day one day one day but you know what's coming sooner than we expect kind of maybe it's something coming to disney play i am super excited about this because you know like we said earlier we are from the marvel tv panel as well that's true so um this news broke just a few days ago so uh disney play which is their streaming service disney streaming services they're planning on having um, shows dedicated to Loki and Scarlet Witch, and now both Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen are expected to reprise their roles. So it's not like they're going to bring in other people. Like, this is literally just transferring onto our screens to be super accessible. Uh, They did say that there would be... Yeah, run to six to eight episodes, and Kevin Feige is expected to have an active role in the development. Now, we don't know when exactly Disney Play will come to fruition, but it's expected to launch sometime in 2019. Right, and I think, look, it's exciting because they're great characters, Mm -hmm. obviously, and I mean, I think Scarlet Witch is more of an appreciated character from people who read the comics. I think we're just starting to get to see more of her in Mm -hmm. Infinity War, but... I, I don't know anybody who is just the idea of, like, a Loki show. Ugh, I don't want to see that. So it'll be fun because, look, neither one of them are going to get their own movie. Let's be completely honest, yeah. you know. Um, I think that they can feature heavily into movies. So it's great. It's sort of like the old comic book idea of, oh, this character's not going to get a monthly title, but let's go ahead and have a, a miniseries, you know. Let's just give them a few issues, and we'll get to know them a little bit better. And then you go ahead and look at them. You know, I mean, Wolverine didn't have an ongoing comic book until 1987. So he just had a miniseries in the early 80s, uh, written by Chris Claremont, drawn by Frank Miller. Frank Miller. I wonder if he's going to come up in a little bit. Uh, In any case, the uh, so, you know, even Wolverine didn't have his own series. And just the idea of having little standalone miniseries, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, will work really well. And uh, who knows what, you know, if, if these come off well, who knows which characters we got. Personally, I'd sure like a Vision series. I'd like to know more about him. I like that he's trying to find more of his humanity. And I would be disappointed if he's not featured in the uh, Scarlet Witch series. Yeah. There's a great miniseries also from the mid-80s, probably the same year as that Eternal series, a Scarlet Witch, a Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries. In it, they have a baby and it turns out the baby, spoiler alert from 35 years ago, they have twins. Aww. They're very happy for them. Gosh, imagine if they end up, like, if Disney Play ends up doing that. 
Yeah, but well, then what I just gave it all away here. Well, that's okay though, because that's really it's hopeful. Been out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the budgets are expected to be super hefty, so that means the quality is going to be amazing. And with six to eight episodes, you know that they can really just focus on those. I'm sure the plot's going to be fantastic. And I love Elizabeth Olsen. What we saw in Infinity War from her was fantastic. Like that one scene, you guys know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. It was like by vision and then stay away thing. It, like, it was like the first moment where she's like really just uh, cut loose. Gosh, the she's one thing I'm going to say, what? I'm so glad she lost the accent for Infinity War. Because oh. the accent, it just, it just wasn't doing it for me. So that's why Infinity War, I'm like, yes, I'm all in. This is great. Um, Zeno Hour says it would be neat if the Scarlet Witch series will, would introduce the idea of mutants into the MCU. Um, and you know, another thing too, just having the crossover between Marvel TV and, and the MCU, like even if it's not on Netflix, for example, or if it's, you know, ABC, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we get those little tiny bits, but when are we going to see some of these people in the big screen? So I think this is maybe Disney's way of being like, hey, look, we're, we're bringing gonna... them to you. Yeah. Uh, Entree Humans, by the way, says, uh, gimme Hawkeye in terms of a standalone series. <laughs> yeah. Also another great miniseries that uh, Marvel did uh, many years ago. Uh, and uh, I think... Hawkeye is a lot more interesting than he gets to be in the Avengers movies. So, you know, if you want to keep it to say four episodes, because maybe you think that. No. But uh, I, yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking for Six eight to episodes. Six eight. Let's I'm go. I'm looking for eight episodes of Hawkeye for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Anthony, do you have any thoughts? Who would you like to see get a standalone show? Uh, I'm down for Hawkeye. Okay. Uh, I, I always was a fan of Cliff. Um, also, just like archers in general like i always love legolas from lord of the rings all right so yeah i mean he also has like really cool gadgets as long and he's like also a fun like uh character on like you know what we have opposite of dc can you stop sorry uh, opposite, <laughs> opposite of dc's uh arrow um where he's all uh. mopey uh, mopey schmuck um yeah it'd be it'd be super fun if it's just like a action-packed cliff barton you know clint barton clint barton my bad uh, uh doing his thing uh, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, Senior Nerd in the chat, by the way, chimes in. A Winter Soldier miniseries. Mm. I, That'd Seba- be cool, too. Sebastian stands on board for that. I would like to see that. What about Shuri? Oh, absolutely. Like, but would Nakia, they just, Would they just save them for the Black Panther movies, though? I mean, that's... Okay. Well, how about both? No, I, I want both. Can we both? Like, I would feel like that's, that might be the way they look at it, though. All you know? right. Well, yeah. anything, really. Uh, Robbie Reyes' Ghost Rider series from Jay Tesla. Absolutely. I've been, I've been waiting for that through the last two seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., just waiting for that announcement. That'd I mean, be really interesting. They could make that really uh, gritty and dark. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. And why not have a crossover with Nicolas Cage as the movie Ghost Rider? Because why not? Okay, but there's probably some good <laughs> reasons why not. Far. Yeah. yeah. Right. I got too excited. Sorry, everybody. But it would have to be the same actor, I would say, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I would really like that. Because he did great. so yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, and then I think someone even said Bucky. Did we already say that yeah, one? Yeah, and uh, Gamer Girl says Sif and the Warriors 3 from uh, Thor. And Sif showed up on episodes of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. However, Jamie Alexander, that actress, does star in the NBC series Blind Spot. So it's a little bit of an availability issue. Mm. But maybe one day we will we'll be able to get a better story with her. Well, I mean, we're talking about TV already. But let's just, like, dive all the way into Marvel TV Mostly on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yes. I love this so much. 
Yay. Okay. So we're going to be talking about Daredevil and a couple of other shows as well. So first up with Daredevil, we got a poster. Woohoo. So Netflix released this season three poster on Twitter with the caption that read Job 3026. That verse is in the King James Bible and it reads, When I looked for good, then evil came unto me. And when I waited for light, there came darkness. And boy, is this dark. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on on the poster? Well, it looks like a fun, light, very airy Daredevil Super. series. Probably going to have a laugh track because it's going to be so silly. Maybe a crossover with Squirrel Girl. No, obviously, <laughs> this is going to be very dark, very serious, and very personal. Uh, and, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the story, I'm sure. But just judging from those images, you're like, oh, man. I don't I don't think thing you know Matt is essentially dead at the end of Defenders and I think things are going to get worse for him somehow to go from being dead to worse uh so uh, I'm very excited though to find out that it is indeed going to be what's the date October 19th Uh-huh So that's less than a month I'm so excited So very excited Yeah so we got the poster first and then we got the teaser trailer uh, that really, you know, it tells us exactly when we're going to be able to enjoy this fantastic, oh my gosh, show. So we do have to talk over it. Yes, um, and there's so much to say. There's so all much right. to say. So here we go. You do all the talking. No, okay, I'm just okay. I can all talk. right, let's look. Ooh, I it's actually dark. haven't seen this before. Stop it. Oh my it. gosh, you Ooh, haven't? Live oh. reaction. Well, we're going to talk over it and be kind of annoying like those people in the movie theater who have their cell phone out during a movie. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> want it any other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's so here he looks bloody, like he's yeah. been through stuff. Yeah, but you know what? He could what? be bloody because of all the people he just beat up. Like, that doesn't look like it's his blood. It's true. That's true. Matt having just taken down a lot of people. Yeah, it just and, got beat up in the nose a little bit. Nice I, effect with the swinging light bulb. Yeah, can I say something about that swinging ball, light bulb? Do it. I don't yeah. know. It, it's like he's covered in darkness, but that light is like swinging back and forth, and it's usually light kind of shines your way to yeah. like. So is that like he's having trouble with his own moral compass, possibly? Dang, Absolutely. Okay. I think that's definitely what's going on I in, in this season. I, I By do the way, want I've more. never read any of these comics, so I'll just well, preface that. there's an interesting uh, way that somebody could and I don't know are you one of those people Amy that you like to read the book before you see the movie no because it's like if the movie's about to come out I'm like okay well I'll probably read the book afterwards Uh, and then I know a lot of people will sometimes read the comic book stories these are based on um, which a lot of people did that before Winter Soldier and I'm like no I'll read the Winter Soldier the Ed Brubaker uh, trade paperback after I see it, because I just want to enjoy the movie, and then I can still enjoy the comic book because they're always so different. Mm-hmm. So, but if somebody did want to maybe get a little primer on what this story is, mm-hmm. do you know what this story this is based on, Amy? Yes, Born Again. Yes, the Born Again storyline, which is mm-hmm. from Daredevil number two twenty seven through two thirty three. Now, you, if you're watching on YouTube, you see I didn't Google that. I didn't look it up. I don't have a <laughs> lot in my head, but that's the sort of stuff that I have. I gave you the the Dark Phoenix di- uh, issues. And the Born Again issues as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Frank Miller uh, is responsible for that. And it is one of the darkest things that I ever remember reading. I mean, I was probably was probably nine or ten Whoa. reading it. And I'm going to say a little of it was over my head. But, uh, yeah, and there's going to be things that you would read in there that are not going to be represented on the screen. Like Karen Page's 
Yeah, Karen Page's backstory Mm -hmm. is that uh, she's made a series of pornographic films and she's strung out on heroin. And just for one more hit, she sells a piece of paper with Daredevil's real name on it, Matt Murdock. So I I don't think that there's enough time for Karen to really fall that far. (laughs) But, uh, you know, there could definitely be a situation where... She doesn't want to, but uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to give anybody, any bad guys, any ideas. You could probably beat it out of her. I'm sorry to say, you know. You, you I mean, ow. Look, it's Daredevil. It's a. I it's know. not a fun world. It's not. You know, I mean, for what you get like two jokes out of Foggy out of the whole season. Stop it! I love Foggy. I love Foggy. Maybe we'll get more. Yeah, more, we- more Foggy. By the way, standalone miniseries, Foggy. Done. I just want to watch him lawyering. There was there was a uh, picture release with Foggy featured in him in 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 the picture. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, I did Foggy see a picture of, picture. of Foggy yeah. photo. Um, yeah, so we're gonna get Karen back. We're gonna get Foggy. Obviously, we're gonna get Matt, and we're gonna get Wilson Fisk, which I'm really excited about because in the second season of Daredevil, we didn't see him that much. No, and I really missed him. I think he's fantastic. Vincent D'Onofrio, look, he's a great actor. You mm-hmm. go back to Full Metal Jacket. I mean, just from that point onward, I don't remember seeing him in something and go. Hmm, he made some bad choices and did not act well in this. No, he's always really impressive. And I was very excited when they cast him as Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. And I think he did such a good job. Uh, Sometimes I don't like when they recycle villains too much, but the Kingpin is such an all-important, all-encompassing villain. I think we're also going to see some other... He's the big bad, but we're going to probably... I believe we're going to get Bullseye this season as well. That's what people yeah. in the chat were talking about. And if so, like, I'm, I'm not familiar with Bullseye at all. So that means you didn't see the awesome Fox movie of Daredevil starring Ben Affleck as Daredevil? Oh. <laughs> no? No. Am I the only but one? wait, how crazy. Oh, Electra. Electra. Is that how they met? Yeah, Electra was Jennifer Garner, and that yeah. is how they met. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's not a terrible movie. Oh, but you need to you need to get the extended version. It's a little bit better. They they really tried to cut around the corners to make some money off of it. But I don't know anybody in the chat. Does anybody not hate the Daredevil movie? Let me know because yeah. I don't want it to be just me. Yeah, I mean, I'm to be honest with you, where I stand right now, I personally don't hate it, but yeah. I also haven't seen it since I was a kid, and like <laughs> yeah. I was like really a lot younger, and like my views for films has changed dramatically since then. But I gotta say, I I, I still think Colin Farrell as Bullseye, as Bullseye was a yeah. great call. Yeah, and when he breaks the glass and he throws that glass, and that slow mo scene of Daredevil just like dodging out of it is still one of the most memorable things of that movie for me, myself. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't think that uh, that's going to help prepare anybody for Daredevil. But if you just can't wait <laughs> and you need to watch some Daredevil, uh, I'd, I'd be interested, Amy, if you saw that movie and what you would think of it. Yeah, you know. Reaction. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, do a reaction video. Ooh, yeah. You know, do you, it, you know what? I have it on DVD. Not Blu-ray. So it's just an old school DVD. Stardust. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, follow me on Stardust. Uh, no, you can if you want. Uh, but yes, we're still talking about Daredevil and there's more news. It's very exciting because Daredevil 3 hasn't even been announced. I mean, hasn't released yet. But Marvel TV chief Jeff Loeb revealed that the higher ups at Marvel, whoever they are exactly, do, do have plans for Daredevil season four, five, and six. Bam! This that, is so exciting! That's a lot of Daredevil, and I was very excited to read that, because I, just the idea that you have plans for that far out, 
you know, because you don't know. I mean, look, uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, none of those shows officially have a season three pickup. Now, I have a little insider scoop that they're, yeah, all, they're, being wor- they're all being worked on. They're all, they all have writer's rooms. They all have people writing. All three of those. Actually, not, not Iron Fist. But the other two definitely Exclusive. Do. Yeah. It's not, it's not that exclusive, but it's true. And uh, just from people that I know who may or may not work somewhere close to those shows, <laughs> there may be scripts already for a full season of Luke Cage and for a full third season of Jessica Jones. They haven't filmed them yet. They haven't even gone into production, but uh, I think they're just sort of waiting for Netflix to figure out their plans. So I'm so excited. That's great. I, I love find, that you give us a scoop. I feel like there's no reason that six seasons of Daredevil, which if you think about it, Daredevil is really like the flagship series of mm-hmm. these Marvel Netflix shows. He mm-hmm. was the first one. He really anchored the Defenders. And then everybody else gets to play in Daredevil's universe. Uh, so uh, I, I think it's great that they have that many planned. Um, and then, you know what? I'm not going to get greedy. If they want to stop after six, I'll, I'll let them walk away as long, <laughs> as long as there's other shows to replace it with. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even in Des- uh, Disney play, we're, we're getting more content yes. that way. Uh, so Jeff Loeb did tell Entertainment Weekly this. We find the best showrunners that we can, whether it's Steve Lightfoot on Punisher or Eric Olson on Daredevil, and we work together with them to craft the best story that we can. Does Marvel have an idea as to what Daredevil 4, 5, or 6 could be? Sure, but ultimately those things will be shifted and talked about by the two other important parties that are involved, the network, Netflix, and our showrunner. So, I'm excited. Anthony, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Um, Daredevil was the originator of this uh, Marvel like grittiness on Netflix, like the the Marvel Raider R, I guess. Um, and I'm 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 all for it. Uh, Daredevil still remains to be one of my favorite uh, of the MC, of the TVC. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Netflix TV series. And, yeah, and then along with Punisher too. So mm-hmm. I, I'm a, I'm gonna gobble this up all the way. And see, and we have some uh, someone in the chat, Entre Humane, saying, I officially want Iron Fist Season 3. You oh, heard it here right first. there with me. Thank you. I'm very I excited. Mean, if anybody saw the end of that season, you, you <gasps> how can you not want to know what happens next? For uh, oh. Yeah, I know, exactly. Yep. More Iron Fist as well. I know he's, I know he's nobody's favorite, but uh, that makes him kind of my, like, 1A, because I like him so much, because I'm trying to make up for all the haters out there. Haters um, gonna hate. And then uh, there are some comments on the Daredevil movie that people are like, oh yeah, the extended cut is actually better, because the movie's able to breathe a little bit more. So I'm not crazy on the Daredevil movie, but I might be alone. <laughs> I like the Daredevil movie, I like Iron Fist, so, you know, that's alright. That's I, okay. I like what I like. Yeah, yeah. it's fine, we're not gonna judge here. Um, okay, so next up, we've got news on a new female superhero show on ABC. So it's interesting because ABC hasn't been super lucky when it comes to Marvel shows. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still hanging on, but this will this coming season will be its last season. Is it seven? It'll be the sixth season, sixth. and it'll okay. start, I think, in June. And it, they've said it's 13 episodes, mm-hmm. and then they're going to be done. So it's like half the number of the usual. Um, and then, of course... Agent Carter, I mean, we only had that for a little bit. We had two seasons of Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. And again, you want to talk about how oh. I like all the things oh. that are unpopular. Oh. What did I like? I like the Inhumans. Very flawed. But I like the characters enough I was able to shrug off a lot of painful writing and acting. But <laughs> mostly just because I love a teleporting dog. So, yeah. 
ABC had, you know, and then they had the uh, the planned spinoff with uh, with Bobby uh, from Agents of oh, Shield yes. and her husband. And I wish I wasn't blanking on his name. I'm sorry, uh, but they and then they shot a pilot, and yeah. then they just decided not to go with it. So that was another yeah. another attempt that they had. So here's the deal. So Alan Heinberg, he's a writer of Wonder Woman, the the movie. Um, he is reportedly in charge of this new female superhero show. So he has worked on Party of Five, Gilmore Girls, huh? the OC, which we just talked about, guys, Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and he was the co-creator slash showrunner of The Catch. So he does have some experience because he's worked in comics as well. Um, you know, with Avengers, the Children's Crusade for Marvel Comics, and he's also written for DC. So here's my thing, though. Um, we have a lot of directors and a lot of people that have, you know, experience in this field and writers as well. Why, why him exactly? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can we get some ladies, some some diversity in there? You know, at me all you want. I just, like, more. But I'm happy that we're getting a female superhero story. I just, like, why, why a man? It could be as simple as, you know, he's the one that came to them and he pitched it and he sold True. them on it. And maybe he's just so passionate about it that if if that's the reason why. You know? Okay. Now, yeah. if if a, a female writer producer came to them all excited and they were like, "Oh, this is a really good idea. We're going to buy it and we're going to have this dude do it." That's not cool. Mm-hmm. But if he's the guy sure. who's just so into it and you know, they're not giving you a lot of details, maybe yeah. he has it all figured out and he knows everything about True. it and they're just keeping it close to the vest. So, I'll I'll uh, give a little leeway on that, but I understand your point though because yeah. it's just like, yeah, exactly. Why why wouldn't you have a, a woman in charge of this? Well, and here's the thing. So we don't know if the show is actually going to happen because that's just what happens in Marvel. Well, not Marvel, but it just in the TV universe. So he – well, the show has to go through many obstacles to actually make it on air. I really hope it does, and I'm curious to see exactly who they're going to be talking about. Some people were uh, suggesting maybe A-Force, Lady Liberator, Liberators, and Fearless Defenders maybe. Who are you thinking? I think someone said She-Hulk. Yeah, that, there uh, are some cool. rumblings. Uh, She-Hulk's actually a great character. She is Bruce Banner's cousin. Uh, uh, so I think that it's a character that I feel like we're going to see at some point. And I think that they're just sort of trying to figure out, is like, is she going to show up in a movie? Because it's tough to do more Hulk movies mm-hmm. because Universal kind of owns, well, not kind of, Universal gets to have first crack at doing Hulk movies where it's a standalone Hulk movie. So I think if you do it in the TV world, you'd be able to just get She-Hulk and still save Hulk for uh, Avengers movies, assuming that Hulk is alive at the end of Avengers 4. But oh, how could he not be? And I look, mean, even if Bruce Banner dies, I think at some point oh. there will always be a Hulk character. So maybe that's where they come in with She-Hulk. But I would love to see She-Hulk. We're getting to see, you know, uh, we've gotten to see Captain Marvel, who is, you know, sort of an updated version of the 70s Ms. Marvel. But there's the current Ms. Marvel. I'd love to see her, you know. Yes. Uh, but there's also rumblings that she's going to get a movie. So you have to figure out who doesn't have a movie possibly attached to them. 
them? And is that person going to fit in a TV? Because you can tell when there's characters. A perfect example, I mentioned Bobby on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's mm-hmm. a character called Mockingbird. In the comics, she's married to Hawkeye. She's a member of the Avengers. She's actually a pretty big character. But clearly, they weren't going to use her when they set up a different backstory for Hawkeye. So, like, okay, she can be on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, when they figure out that they don't want to do an Inhumans movie, which they had originally planned, they were just like, okay, that can be on TV. So, it's just they have to figure out, I think. And we don't know what they're thinking, you know. Like, to think that they don't have 10 years worth of movies mapped out is, is probably, you know, they're celebrating their first 10 years. They've got the next 10, probably the third 10. We got yeah, you covered. They've got 100 years worth of movies mapped up. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. Ooh, Ink and TV says Spider-Woman. Maybe. There are so many different Spider-Womans. Uh, the Jessica Drew Spider-Woman, I think, mm-hmm. is somebody that Jessica I would really Drew. like to see. Um, and then uh, Jay Tesla says Electra. You get into issues, though, because she's in the Netflix universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see an Electra series, by the way. Even if Netflix didn't want to do an ongoing, you know, multiple seasons. If Netflix wanted to do kind of like uh, maybe a standalone like Defenders, just give us more of, about yeah. Electra. I would love to see more of her because that actress is fantastic in the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you know what you can see tonight the Gifted! It's back! Tonight is a season two premiere of The Gifted. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's tangentially connected to the X-Men universe. And uh, it has some X-Men characters. It's got Thunderbird. It's got Polaris. And we talk a lot about it on Marvel TV Weekly. At least we did while it was uh, ongoing. And I was very upfront about how I did not love that show when it started. It really won me over, though, when they started amping up there's a good story that's going into here it's like the the dawn of the mutant age i think is the subtitle for this season and there's a conflict they've got the the hellfire club for x-men fans you don't need me to explain that even if you just saw x-men first class you get it x-men animated series had the hellfire club they had to call it the circle club because it's for kids but that's all right (laughs) that's that's the club you know with the white queen and everybody so i i don't know i think that there's really a lot that you can take away from the season uh if you didn't watch the first season, let me just tell you, there's, they're going to recap it at the beginning of season two. You don't. If you love season two, go ahead and go back and watch it. Uh, it took a while to get going, and I was really frustrated with how they used Polaris early on in particular. But I, I think the fact that there's a Fenris character on screen is very exciting for me personally. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm very optimistic that they're going to be able to do it, especially because they're introducing the Morlocks who is a great part of the X-Men lore. I think, uh, Aunt Mantony, uh, you're a big fan of the Morlocks, right? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I was I was exposed to them in the uh, classic 90s X-Men uh, uh, TV show. Yeah. Aww. So I'm, I'm very, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar, not as much nowadays, but yeah, I know of them. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's just, it's a great part of, of these characters. And we've met some of the Morlock characters, like Caliban has been in a few movies, including in Logan. So we've seen him a few times. So it'll be interesting to see who's in there. Uh, and uh, Gamer Girl in the chat says that the show got much better when the Frost Sisters appeared, the Stepford Cuckoos, which is, oh. the, the th- there's three of them. And, I love uh, them. Oh. They're so good that them alone, I was like, this show just got better. 
and that's not just me saying something about them being some pretty ladies. They're just really interesting characters, and they're also pretty ladies. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, it seems like people in the chat are uh, pretty excited. Oh, mm-hmm. and, you know, Star Drew has a question. Yeah. Will there be a gifted panel? Amy? I wonder, Star Drew. Yes, there will be. Ta-da! So that is tonight. On the AfterBuzz Sci-Fi Fantasy Superhero Channel at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, yeah, they'll be recapping everything about The Gifted. Right. Yeah. So, and, you know, the best thing about all the after shows is you if you haven't watched the show yet, they're mm-hmm. always archived. You can always watch them after the fact. Oh. J- just like our show, Marvel TV Weekly. What was that, also, Anthony? Anthony? Qu- yeah, real quick. Apparently, uh, Mr. Soupy... <laughs> <laughs> I was excited for Soupy you to read it. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh if he goes if you have a PS4 with PS Plus, which is a subscribe subscription service that you pay for PS uh PS Plus to play online, you can actually watch the episode already and he says it <gasps> was good. What Mr. Soupy Boothole? If, if That's Mr. Great. Mr. Soupy Boothole, yeah, I said it. <laughs> if I didn't have if I had one of those, I would watch it right after yeah. this. But instead, I'm I'm just going to have to watch it after it's on TV in like a few hours. I wonder if Koi has PS Plus. Uh, he might. I don't know. So we'll see. Maybe he's watching it right now instead of watching us. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. that's all right. It's okay. I would rather watch The Gifted <laughs> than watch me, but <laughs> I wouldn't rather watch The Gifted than watch Amy. So Aww, thank you. Yeah. Wait, thank Christian, you. aren't you gifted? I'm I'm gifted, but in a very different way. Oh, yeah. got you it, guys got are great. It, got Good job. Thank you. Round we, of we were working applause. on that all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, do we do we have anything else that we want to talk about as far as the gifted or anything else? That well, you just to an add? interesting comment from the chat. I mm-hmm. don't quite know where this comes from, but Sky Patterson says, "Fun fact: the Morlocks will be featured in the Gambit standalone film. The feature would take place in 1980s New Orleans, where Gambit is getting married and kills his new wife's mother uh, brother." Um, so that Gambit movie, you want to talk about stops and starts and oh. Channing Tatum's in it. He's not in it. Hell. Yeah. I, I think that we will get a Gambit movie one day, but, uh, I don't think it's soon. And as long as Taylor Kitsch isn't in it, I'll go see it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Well, you know what's also uh-huh. soon though? Venom. 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 Yeah. Who has their tickets already? Me. Oh, so, okay. You do really? I really do. I mean, Zia on our panel, our Marvel TV Weekly panel, she has them too. But uh, Anthony, you, you and look. I were talking. We don't buy our tickets ahead of time. Is there something wrong yeah. with Anthony? Okay, guys. Anthony and I? I don't do. I don't like to plan in the future because I just can't see into the future, so I can never really oh. tell if I will actually be able to make it to the showings in the future. Oh. So I'm kind of like you, a go with the flow kind. You know, of you could always cancel your tickets though. Uh, I'm like Doctor Strange. I'm like Doctor Strange. I've used the Eye of Amagato, and I've seen when I will go see it in the future, so I don't need to buy the tickets until I go. Uh, also, because I have two small kids, I always go like you know Friday at ten thirty in the morning. That show's not sold out. I'm fine, <laughs> but uh, very excited for Venom. Well, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, Star Drew has his Venom ticket. He wanted us all to know. Hey, we're twins, guys. Yeah, <laughs> let us know in the comments down below if you already have your Venom ticket. Um, yeah, that's going to be at the end of next week. So when we see you guys next, it will be October. Yes, but it I will not be uh, It will not be October 5th or it, 4th, whatever the release date is. It would actually be it my won't. birthday next time. Next Wednesday is your birthday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Next what? Tu- oh, yeah, today's Tuesday. I believe Sorry. so, yeah. October 2nd is my birthday, so. So oh that's next Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, guys, guys, if you're listening, send Anthony, Aunt Manthony, your fan art. Do it. Tag him. 
Uh, yeah. what is what is it? Tony B Tony underscore. Yeah, Tony B Tony underscore. Uh, I would love to see anyone's interpretation of me at the booth. If um, I do have uh, <laughs> six arms, or how many an ant should have. Yeah, um, but or you could just draw, you know, the, the Scott Lang Scott Lang Ant Man with the mask down, and just have him running the board and doing all the things there. Oh, just giving somebody an idea. I like that yeah. too. Yeah. So, By the way, so I just want to let me just uh, interrupt because somebody has an idea that I love, but it would never happen because even with the Disney merger. But Entree Humane says, have Gambit show up in Cloak and Dagger because he's from New Orleans. That's the point there. So uh, I would see that. There's a TV show I would like to watch. <laughs> what, Gambit and Cloak and Dagger? No, just Gambit. Just Gambit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. just Gambit. Gambit and the Morlocks. It kind of sounds like a band name, but yeah. And now Gambit and the Morlocks. <laughs> Gambit and the Morlocks would be great. They would go yeah. out on tour. Yeah. Okay, well, now we're going to do some Mary Marvelite shout-outs. So, thank you guys, too. Thank you, everyone. <sighs> okay, Shane Pickett at DadRad4, Max Russell at Max Russell 66 I'm going to go really fast. Justin Gilmore at JGilliota900, Mighty Guy 2421 at Mighty Guy 2421 Brian Knight at Project Avant, Boo Shock at UK, Tori K at VickyToria1996, Eric at other Virginia guy, <laughs> Joe Campanelli <laughs> at Joe Campanelli for Charles Lee at Goofy Van underscore Chuck. You know, Marquia and Koi would always do these really fast, and it's hard. But these hash, I mean, these uh, handles are great. And we do have a question that we do want to answer. Um, I see this it. is from I think this was on Twitter. Yes, at uh, Entree Humane said, since we seem to not be getting more full on defenders, what team ups would you like to see in crossovers on Netflix? I want to see Frank and Mary cross. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. And I cross think paths. I think you're probably going to see that. I have a f- good feeling that uh, that Mary uh-huh. will show up in the- in a future season of Daredevil, probably not this one, but also in The Punisher, just because of where the Typhoid Mary character has coexisted in the Marvel Universe. Uh, so I think we'll see more of her. Mm-hmm. But asking for other crossovers that you would like, I mean, we've talked about this on Marvel TV Weekly. We would love a Sisters of the Dragon show with Colleen and Misty. And anybody else who wants to come along for the ride, but you put Colleen and Misty in there. I don't. I actually don't even care. It could be like six clones of Squirrel Girl. I don't even care who else is there. Okay, yeah, I would probably care if there were six <laughs> clones of Squirrel Girl. But uh, and then a uh, Heroes for Hire, uh, mm-hmm. Power Man and Iron Fist. Even if again that's just a like an event series like Defenders. I just love watching the two of them together. And uh, you know, I, I think we would probably get another Defenders at some point. They're not planning one right now, but I would love to see another one. And I think a lot of the Defenders situation was possibly because Iron Fist didn't do so hot the first season. So I think that now we're all rooting for them. I know there were some people that had some thoughts about season two of Jessica Jones. But I think as a whole, everyone's like, yeah, I would like to see, I mean, yeah, definitely Mary, Mary go on to other ones. Kind of be like Claire was. That she just like go to all the different shows. I would love that. Um, Heck, yeah, I mean... Uh, everyone, I just want. I know I, I did, do. Want I did take defenders. all the good ones. I mean, I, I took Colleen and Misty. I mean, how great uh, would that show be? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the highlights of season two of Iron Fist. Episode sure. six of Iron Fist season two was so great because there's <laughs> yeah. the fight scene in the tattoo place. That's all. Yeah. I'm not giving anything away just by saying that. There's a fight scene in the tattoo place, and it's amazing. There are needles involved, obviously, of because course. it's a tattoo yeah. place, and it, everything just gets. Yeah, if you haven't seen season two. Three, two, two, season two, of, two Iron of Iron Fist. It's only ten episodes, by the way. Yeah. So, and I promise you, 
Uh, I liked season one of Iron Fist, but I loved season two of Iron Fist. It, it really gets off to a great start, and then it has this ending that is so crazy. You're like, what are they doing? We'll see. So this is all on Netflix, but someone in the chat said, uh, Ghost8386 saying, Ghost Rider meeting all the Defenders and the Punisher. So imagine, sure. ooh. I would love all that. Ah, yeah. I mean, definitely more, more Ghost Rider. I think we've established that we need more of yeah. him. And let me just throw in, Gamer Girl mentions, it's not. it can't happen because of uh, movies and everything, but Daredevil and Spider-Man. I love Daredevil and Spider-Man together in comic books. I love Spider-Man and the Punisher together. I like Spider-Man interacting with the Kingpin. So there's all these characters. I would just love some kind of world where you're able to see it. And I guess... The world is really the world of animation because you can sometimes get all of those things. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with Gamer Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just so excited for Marvel TV's future, honestly. With Daredevil 4, 5, 6, And who I'm, knows, I'm interested to see what you think of The Gifted having never watched it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to have to watch the after show tonight at 7 p.m. on sci-fi, superhero, fantasy. Thank you nailed it. (laughs) Is that that channel on after about 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tonight. Uh, And let us know if you guys are watching Marvel TV shows now, which ones you love, Iron Fist, all that. Just comment down below and thank you so much christian for joining us thanks to everybody week. for was in the chat so yes, nice right and thank you amy for thank even you. asking me oh of course you are welcome back anytime i'll be here next week no i'm oh, just saying oh. that. I'm no just i'm just kidding uh yeah so where can everyone find you on social you media you can find me at christian dmz on twitter and instagram and i have a bunch of shows over on after buzz the important one for fans of this show would be Marvel TV Weekly Sundays at 10 Pacific. And as somebody pointed out in the chat, I realize that's 1 a.m. Monday on the East Coast. But the beauty is they're always archived and you can always also just download the audio-only version on iTunes. So that's where you should look for me. Oh, but let me give an extra plug. Wednesday, tomorrow night, the season premiere of South Park. And I am on the South Park After Show uh, over on After Buzz. And Aunt Anthony goes by a very different name there. We call him Tony B. Tony. Oh, I was going to say on South Park? Yeah, I know. I was just thinking we should have a good South Park name for you. But uh, so so Anthony and myself will be there along with uh, Phil Svitek and Steph Sabra. So uh, check out the... And it is funny and ridiculous and just plain crazy. And hashtag cancel South Park. <gasps> Why? And you hashtag understand. cancel South Park after show. That's just what I'm <laughs> that, saying. That's now. what we're going to have to tweet <laughs> out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You'll understand when you watch the season premiere of South Park. I'm so excited. Oh, let me interrupt everyone. Sky Patterson says Christian is awesome. Thank you, Sky Patterson. That was important. We couldn't have ended without me getting that in there. <laughs> Uh, Aunt Manthony, where can everyone find you on social media? Oh, they can find me. I don't have a lower third for myself, but they, you can find me at Tony B Tony underscore. And in just over a, or a little over an hour at four four ten p.m., I am on Horror Movie News here on the Popcorn Talk Network. We're going to be talking about that Joker review. We're going to be talking about how the new Chucky looks and some <gasps> R.L. Stein um, news as well. So yeah, check check us out then. Yeah, I don't oh. like the new Chucky, but anyway. Eyebrows! Nah, not, what the heck? I'm just not into it. Anyway. I have, I have thoughts, too. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. I'm also on the Marvel TV Weekly panel. I'm on Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk, and there's another one, Netflix Picks, on AfterBuzz. I also do stuff on Geek Bomb, so feel free to watch stuff there. There's a lot of coverage of awesome nerdy things there, and also on Clever. So just feel free to follow me on Instagram, and you'll 
see all my stuff and there. And you'll see her great reaction videos. Oh, yes. On YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll I try d- and get a reaction video to Amy watching the Daredevil movie yes, from 15 exactly. years ago. That'd How would great. I possibly go? Well, I'll ask we'll you guys after. Or yeah. Just do like a review right Yeah, after. just do a review. Yeah. That's Aww, fine. Okay. 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 We'll do <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we will see you next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.